0: Hello and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley,
1: and I'm Colin Bradley.
0: How you doing, Dad?
1: Um, not too bad, Steve. Thank you very much. Yes, got got over all the holidays now and um, back at work. And uh, I've been um, trying to sort something out this week, so uh, that uh, you'll see that in the near future.
0: Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Well, we'll talk about that today because you have done a new picture for everyone to see um yeah it's been it was nice to have uh, a bit of a break over christmas uh and new year happy new year everyone as well happy new year first Absolutely. show of 2023 and this year marks 10 years i believe since we started this podcast
1: is it really gosh it doesn't seem that does it 10 yeah. years well wow. time flies
0: i'm almost certain that's the case but i i believe it was 2013 we started so happy 10 year anniversary dad
1: good oh that's um it's a milestone really isn't it
0: i think so yeah i think so absolutely <laughs> over 330 odd episodes i don't actually know i've lost count um but yeah it's an amazing achievement um and thank you all for still tuning in and listening after 10 years for those that have uh, been listening to the, since the beginning anyway, that's for sure. Um, yeah. It's nice to to have, get back to things. Um, you've been busy this week. So let's talk about uh, the picture. I'm going to put it up on screen now. Um, mm-hmm. Beautiful subject. Uh, what, where did this one come from?
1: Oh, it, it, uh, once again, it came from Pixabay. Uh, my usual browsing through hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pictures. I can't tell you how many you have to go through. And then suddenly it popped on the screen. I thought, "Well, wow, I like that. It, I'm, I'm struck. As soon as I see something, I think, gosh, that's good. I, I don't think, oh, I wonder if I can do that. I just think, oh, that's nice. I, I've got a lot of confidence now that I can see something and think, yeah, that's lovely. But then I had reservations about it because it's... Um, it's like a shadow picture without being a shadow picture, isn't it? And uh, and I thought, well, how am I going to tackle this? So I was when I first started it. I, I thought, is it going to work? Uh, but fortunately, it did, and uh, I I did enjoy it. But uh, like everything else, whenever you start something off like this, you're never quite sure whether you're going to finish it. I mean, one or two, I, not many that I uh, have. You get sort of about a quarter of the way through in this particular one. And I thought, because I had to find the colors and the colors, the um, bluey tone was hard to get. I couldn't put blue in. It just wouldn't work. So I ended up with 770. You know, 770 in it's a It's a mauvey tone. Don't use it a lot. And uh, and I thought, well, this, this seems to be the only one I was testing you know? it out. This is the only one that I think is going to fit the bill. Anyway, uh, when I started using it, I thought, oh, no, it, this is wrong. It, it doesn't. It doesn't seem to hold the um, the colour that uh, I was looking for. But I persevered with it, and in the end, it actually turned out to be the right colour. But um, it, at the because it's in the background as well. So it's in the background and in the cat, and I wouldn't have—I've never ever used it before, not on a on an animal.
0: What changed with that colour in terms of it suddenly being the right colour?
1: Uh, what changed it? Well, first of all, I thought it would have been—it would have been okay, because I'm putting the, the other greys on, and uh, black was a very important. Um, Tone and I thought, well, the black will cover the um, uh, the movie 770 up, which it did, of course. But when I was putting it on, I thought, is it going to work? Especially when it went on to the animal itself, thought, is it is it really going to work? And I had to go, I had to have a lot of perseverance, really, uh, and faith that uh, yes, it, it would work, and uh, and it did, but you You have these reservations when you pick a color like that is it is it is it the right tone as I said I've never used it before in any animal at all so it's it was an experiment, but like everything else, Steve, you know you try things and it, i I can't really lose because if it didn't work, I'd just scrap it and start put another one on um but i was I'm quite determined when I think that it, um I like the uh, I like the picture itself. I love the pose was lovely and uh, the some sometimes on a on a picture you get an attitude you know or um, the, the, the cat seems to convey something to you. It's obviously caught attention, something's caught its attention, and I thought what I would like to do is to try to cr- create that capture that and that's not easy because it's through the eyes and it's through the pose and so on but I did in fact I think I caught that you know uh what's the cat looking at you know what's called his attention uh, so and this is what I think you know, why I do the job really I love I love um trying to find those um uh, attitudes those um, feelings that come through
0: it's interesting because it definitely it doesn't feel like it's just a picture to you you know when you're doing landscapes you try and create a story that might be behind mm. the scenario the scene you know where it's set what might have happened you know it's it's about and the same with this one it's interesting how to you mm. it's not just a pose it's about almost a story behind it
1: yes absolutely and i and i i try to i try to find that story if i can um i've got another one not not the one i'm actually doing at the moment but there's another one i saw it was a stag and uh his mate there's two there's a uh, you know a a stag and, and the deer and uh it's in a, a darkish surrounding, and when I saw that, I thought, "I wonder what that stag is looking at." He's looking at his mate, you know, through the trees, and I and I thought, "I wonder what he's thinking." So you you kind of put yourself in in their shoes, and it creates it creates an interest. I think it creates something that is is for me to get hold of and say, "Wow, well, now I've got the." Um, subjects and now I've got the surround and now I want to create the atmosphere and uh, and I'm looking forward to doing that that's a little way down the line at the moment because I've just found that but um it, it that's what I look for I try to see in in the pictures
0: and this is quite an unusual cat in terms of the the long fur sort of at the front in light and then sort of fading into quite dark contrasts at the back um so it's it's definitely not a a usual uh type of picture that you would that would people would see on your site on the website currently
1: well i think it's nice to have something different isn't it and i'm i'm looking for that now as i I was chatting to your mum um, a few days ago now, and, and she said, well, no, you don't really want to do the same old, same old all the time. And she's quite right. I'm I'm looking for something different now. We've got enough um, stock, really, that people can get their teeth in. So what I try to find now is, is unusual pictures, pictures that I want to do, for one thing, and uh, I know if I'm interested in it, then I, I think other people will be too.
0: And this is really interesting to me because this is almost a cat version of your, your Labrador that you did in, in a very dark shadow. You know, not a shadow picture, but um, mm. the one I think you only used a few pencils and you used dark blue, I think, for that. Mm. What colour paper did you use for this one?
1: This is dark grey, dark grey pastel pastelman. It has to be really, Steve, you've got to have that contrast when you start. If you would use a light paper you'd have to be in a lot of dark tones, um, putting on the paper, you know, to try to get the depth of colour. So I think you've got to you've got to go um dark. And the dark the grey um is ideal anyway for something like this because it's a it's not it's not it's a neutral colour. And when I say it's it's grey, it's got a kind of browny tinge to it. It's not just dead, you know, grey. It's got a, a a tone in it, which I think lends itself very well to other colours.
0: Do you think that um, clashed at all with the cooler colours of the the Payne's grey? Is that 770 or, or those kinds of uh, blue? Because this almost feels like the a ish hue to it, mm-hmm. but that dark grey, browny, color on the mat didn't didn't conflict in any way with it
1: well i think they'd be very clever really when they produce this um paper you can put almost anything on it and uh, it it speaks to me when i when i've got a picture like this i think, well, what what would work and i usually get the different papers and um put the picture the photograph on the papers and then it speaks to me it says oh no that doesn't that's too light in fact one I did do a picture uh, very recently um that I th- thought it would be ideal to use the sand colour paper, set it up, it was all ready to go, and suddenly I thought I don't think this is gonna work. So I changed it to the dark grey. It you kind of once it, once you see it on on the um, on the paper you think is it going to work with that? And then I realised once again how how much color you'd have to put on to create the dark. This was another picture that had a very dark background, um, although it was basically a lighter uh, picture. It's a, a, there isn't any. Um, well, I've got my own rules, but it's very difficult to put those across on the, on a the podcast. You know, why why do you choose this paper? Why do you choose that paper? but i find the uh, the dark grey is a, is um, i think probably my favorite now of all i i can, i can work with it i don't have to work really really hard you know it it, it um, seems to um, perform for me
0: it's interesting hearing you describe things with your art um you know it, it, the performing for me it's separate almost separate to you you know the pe- the pencils work independently you know uh, even though it's it's you behind the choices and the wheel and and everything like that and the thing that I find interesting is when you say things like it speaks to me and, and that's like your intuition saying your internal voice acting as your compass of what you should and shouldn't do and I think that we say that a lot about the intuitive side of, of doing these pictures and how um, people will have that too. Is the best way to develop that internal compass, that internal voice that speaks to you about what to choose and where to go and what to do, is the best way to simply do uh, build up your portfolio, portfolio and your experience by doing as many pictures as possible?
1: Absolutely. that That is the only way, really. The more you do, the more variety of subjects you do. And you know, I've broadened it right out. A lot of people stick to one subject and they're jolly good for them. You know, like just animals or some people portraits or just landscapes. Um, I wanted to branch out on all of them. And then if you put it all together, all those different hundreds and thousands probably of techniques... um, it it starts to have a it's sort of inbuilt. It's like a, like a computer, I suppose. You're you're a computer. You just call upon all those things. I wonder is it, is this going to be the similar to this or I did or that I did? So you have you still have that experience? So yes, I think it's certainly the intuitive side comes out um, more. Uh, in, in the experience of choosing the pencils, for instance, and choosing the color tones and all of that that 's experience and I suppose intuition comes in uh, on in as much as when you try to create what I was saying about the attitude of the cat or the uh, or a person you know through the eyes or through the uh, the general. Um, pose that the um, subject is um, presenting to you and that tells you and then intuitively you think oh I think that's got I I don't really understand that fully I'm sure um, other people would find that difficult to explain but I do I have found that that's what happens when you're doing a picture it's not until sometimes you finish the picture do you actually see that then you don't see it while you're doing it, you see it when it's finished you think, "Oh that's amazing that that i've got i 've captured this or I've captured that I mean, you knew you wanted to do it, but uh, you don't know how you did it
0: yeah, absolutely um, it's fascinating to me it really is it makes a lot of sense you know you're 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 remembering those experiences it's all stored up there and um eventually you wire those thoughts in your brain and all of that experience goes there and then whenever you do something similar you can call upon it. Um I suppose scientifically it does it does make sense. But I love that um the way it's described, you know, when you what you're saying with the internal voice and just guiding you, just speaking to you. It's very poetic. Um, so I think this one is a great challenge for people. I think it's gonna absolutely add to the experiences of uh, all of our students, uh, give them something new, um, a whole new load of skills. Um, And uh, yeah, so this one is going to be a a class on our website amongst all of our uh, others that we have still to come. Um, So have you got another one lined up, dad?
1: Yes, I've got a few. The one that I'm I'm, at the moment, I'm experimenting with one at the moment, whether this is going to come off or not. I don't know. I just wanted to experiment to see whether I could produce um, the goods, you know. So it may not be a picture; it may be something for me to uh, to see whether I can actually uh, pull this off. But yes, there's a, there's two or three I've got that um, uh, in the pipeline. I'm not in a tearing hurry now, you know. I, in the in the past, I used to bash them out, as you know, sort of one a week. You know, there's another one, there's another one, and uh, I've stopped that production line. Um, system now because we don't need it anymore. What I'm looking for now and what we're looking for I think is something unique something that is going to capture people like the last few. I mean if you look at back over the last um, half a dozen pictures that we've been presenting on the podcast particularly they've been really really uh, had good reaction and um, people have found them to be I'm sure very interested. It's also very interesting for me because I I can then express my own thoughts about this particular picture rather than, um, oh, yes, same old, same old again, same old again. And uh, But I have got a few that um, that uh, in the pipeline or, or, you know, not necessarily on paper yet, but they will be. The stag particularly, you know, that is one that's... Sometimes you get something like that, and I only found that uh, a couple of days ago. That, oh ah so that may jump the queue i may put that one forward because that um i like the idea and the more i see it and look at it the more i i'm intrigued by whether i can pull it off i know i can pull it off it's it's how how well i can um, present it
0: lovely excellent i'm sure everyone's itching to see that i am uh so hopefully it won't be too long before we can show that one um but that's great that's great all, all very exciting um okay excellent well we'll be back next week with some more talking points may not be a picture but we'll certainly have lots to talk about um but we'll leave it there for this week so thank you everyone for watching and for listening i'm stephen bradley
1: and i'm colin bradley enjoy your enjoy your week,
0: your week.